You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Michael. I saw you running to talk to us. <laughs> yeah, I got. I was supposed to be somewhere at one. I didn't realize we got out later than normal. People have been asking me about your jacket at the Heisman. Where's that going to wind up? Is that going to draft day, your wedding day, Hall of Fame? Where's that going? No, I don't know where it's going to wind up. Might get hung up somewhere. Um, but, you know, I'm always going to have it in the closet for sure. And it'll be at the front of the closet, though. So, always. When did you decide you wanted to do it that way? Huh? When did you decide you wanted to do it that way and who, who kind of helped you put it oh, together? Well, I mean, um, you know, I got fitted and stuff before it was announced, you know, just, just in case, you know, I didn't know. But after it was announced, you know, I just had those quick discussions because it was a quick turnaround. You know, it's like announced and then like it was like a week later. We had to be there. So, um, you know, between that time, you know, just uh, talking with family, uh, friends, just trying to find a way that I can uh, help show my, um, you know, appreciation for everybody around me that helped me get to that point. So. Hey, Michael, just what does it mean for you to be playing in the college football playoff in your sixth season of college? Oh, it means a lot. I mean, I'm just super glad to be in the moment. You know, uh, I'm just, you know, enjoying each and every moment here and, you know, just continue to strive for, you know, greatness, you know, with this team, so it's been good. Being back in New York and being at that Heisman, did it open your eyes to anything, change you in any way? Um, no, it didn't change me. You know, I was just blessed for the opportunity, you know. Um, I know that I couldn't get there without this team, so, you know, I'm always going to keep the team first and do whatever I can to help this team win football games. And, you know, that, that's, that's what we got coming up. You know, we got Texas coming up, so I got to make sure I'm locked in uh, for that. Is there one or two things that stood out that you'll always remember about that, being back there? What? Uh, being back in the Heisman Trophy. Oh, I mean, the whole experience, you know, it, it's surreal. You know, it's crazy. You know, as I was, you know, in the moment, you know, I really wasn't thinking of, you know, how crazy the moment it was, you know, until, like, as I'm leaving, I'm like, you know, like, I didn't win, but I, I can say one day, like, you know, I was a finalist, you know, and, and that's something big to say. Um, so uh, I'll always remember it. What's this year been like for your family? It seems like they've been able to come to a lot of games and seen you in some really big moments, got to come with you to the Heisman ceremony. What's it been like for, for them? Man, they, they've been super proud, you know, uh, super supportive, you know, with everything that's going on. And, um, you know, I appreciate them for everything. They've been there with me uh, since I first started. So, um, you know, it's nothing but love and support from, those, from, from my parents and the rest of my family. So uh, that, that's what it is. What, I'm wondering what you'd say about the toughness of your wideouts, where a lot of people think of that position as kind of like a diva position, but it, these are guys that have gone, fought through injuries, who you know, who block and do all those things. When you think about your guys like 
toughness of that group. What, what would you say about that? Yeah, man, those guys, they show up and work each and every day, man. That, that's what it comes down to. And, you know, obviously Coach Shep does an amazing job with those guys, pushing those guys to be the best player and person that they can be each and every day. So um, the results are going to have to show. And, you know, since I've been saying since day one, you know, those guys have been willing to put in the work, you know, since I got here, you know, from day one. And, you know, they, they just never let off the uh, let off the gas. You know, they continue to uh, keep working and keep trying to find ways to improve. So they're a special group. What challenges do the Texas defense pose? You said what? What challenges does the Texas defense pose? On, on film? Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. You know, uh, they're, they're a good team, um, you know, all around. You know, they, they're not in this position for no reason. You know, obviously they had, they did a lot of great things throughout the season to, to get here, you know. But um, at the end of the day, you know, um, we just got to do whatever, do what we got to do to execute and make sure we come out on top. So that's what it's all about, you know, just executing and uh, just understand, you know, that we, we got what it takes, you know, to win it all. So we just got to make sure that we come in with the right mindset each and every day and, and attack each and every day because, you know, we, we can't look over them. That's a good team over there. And, um, you know, they've been doing a lot of great things what do you remember about the game last year huh what do you remember about the texas game last year i don't remember nothing i just remember winning <laughs> that was last year it's a whole new year it's a good defensive line with texas but you faced good defensive lines this year in oregon a few others what's important for you um, when you're facing a really aggressive defensive line first of all congratulations <laughs> i saw that <laughs> I um you. just got uh proposed to so that's that's amazing but um, yeah, those guys are, are, are really good players. You know, they, they cause a lot of havoc, you know, up front. Um, they, they do a lot of a lot of great things on film. But, you know, I, I trust in my guys. You know, my guys, they'll definitely be prepared. You know, Coach Huff is going to make sure that he coached them extremely hard and uh, make sure that whenever game day comes, um, we're, not, we're not having any hiccups or any worries about anything. You know, we're just going to go out there and play and have fun. But uh, those guys are pretty good, though. Do you like your ability to be able to get the ball out quick and the timeliness you have with your receivers? Yeah, man, we're going to do a lot of great things you know coach Grubb and the rest of the staff they do an amazing job with you know our game plan each and every week so um we're just going to trust trust the um the installs that we have and you just go out there and execute at a high level so um it, it'll be a good game though do you remember uh, Devondre Sweat from last year's game uh not much I don't he's nah. supposed to be pretty good yeah in a year's time huh he's supposed to be a lot better than he was last year I guess oh I mean yeah I mean uh Everybody improves, you know, as the years go on, you know, uh, more experience, more play time, and, you know, you just learn in the game more. So uh, I'll say I'm better than what I was last year, you know, and then this whole team as well. You know, I went from 11-2 to now 13-0, and so uh, everybody going to get better. You know, it's, it's just about execution and, you know, who's going to be the best uh, team, uh, best players that day. So. And, and you we'll cut see. Texas off guard a little bit last year. I mean, you know, you neutralized Sweat. The coaches said you double-teamed him with Jackson and, and Luciano. Um, do you remember that? I mean, they seemed, not, they seemed a little surprised by what you guys threw at him. I don't, on him is what I'm saying. I don't remember much from the game uh, last year. Uh, it's a whole different game, man. I don't remember much from last year. What's your ticket situation for family members this year? I remember last year family had to drive, drive to. Oh no, we game. got it all. We got it all this year. Um, family will be able to make it. You know, uh, um, yeah, I have uh, quite a bit of family there, so it'll be uh, exciting. Do you notice them during the game, or are you that locked in and just see them after the game? Do you maybe take a glance over to notice where they're at, to your family? Oh no, I never, I never know where they at. <laughs> I just see a lot of purple shirts. Rome.
how they got here. But they are, they're a really good football team. I think their front seven is really really good as well. They got some big big D tackles that are you know very very physical. So um, they're they're gonna O line's gonna have to handle that on the front end. You know, DBs are also very good. Got some lengthy guys, you know, some quicker guys as well, and they, they mm-hmm. like to rotate. So some safeties that, you know, know their assignment as well. Um, I see a lot of cover four from them, you know, sometimes cover three, and um, going to have to, you know, exploit exploit those zones, exploit those coverages, and do yeah. our best. Yeah, this this offense is as healthy as it's been all year long. Between you and Jalen and JP and Dylan Johnson, what can this offense do when it's healthy for the right. first time, really, for the really the entire right. year? No, the sky's the limit for us, honestly. You know, um, for the whole year, we haven't you know been healthy. So, um, to, to be in this position with so many people, you know, back and fully healthy and fully ready to go, it's it's you know just yet another time to elevate and yeah. show people you know what this offense can really do. Because I think there's more in the tank. We all think there's more in the mm. tank. So, like what? Um, I don't know. We're going to find out when we <laughs> touch that field. You know, I, I can't give out all the sauce, all the secrets. So, there you go. Um, but an explosive offense that's yeah awesome. is it just business as usual around here i mean this is not another pac-12 game this is a semifinal for a shot to play in the national championship game is right. it truly feel like business as usual around here definitely definitely I, I i definitely feel that i mean of course there's a little bit of elevation knowing what we're playing for knowing the, the moment that we're in but you know that that's the mindset we have is business as usual you know there's another opponent across from us regardless of who it is um we're gonna have to play our brand of football and go yeah. out there next year yeah. so um you know there's an excitement and a, and a, and a different level of uh you know kind of okay let's do this let's do this but um <laughs> excitement for sure but um yeah like you said it's, it's business as usual i love it go get him man thank you go dogs reggie texted me last night he wanted to make sure you had that oh thank you brother thank you, you. i need this <laughs> no reggie i've watched this film he's, he's one of those guys no doubt Rome, has it kind of hit you yet that you're like playing in a semifinal game, two games away from winning a national championship? Have you have you thought about that at all? Kind of does that hit you? It really hasn't. I think you know it's only going to hit me if that confetti falls and we're raising up that national championship trophy. You know, I'm super grateful to be here, super super happy to be in this moment. But for me, it's about you know getting it done. You know, I don't want to tell my grandkids that yeah I was in the I was in the college football playoffs. I want to tell them here's a trophy right here. I got it. You know, so um, I'm excited excited for that moment. But you know, it's it's definitely a great. opportunity opportunity for us yeah awesome thank you uh i'm wondering about kind of the collective toughness of your group where obviously you fought through injury stuff j mac did that jp had a couple tough games from more of a mental aspect but also you guys the physical toughness in terms of chef preaching never going out of bounds and blocking mentality the just the mentality of toughness in your room how do you think that was instilled where does that come from you know, I think, you know, part of it is internal, you know, with, you know, a lot of guys on this team, you know, you know, having adversity and going through that, whether in, the, in their career or in their lives, and that builds, you know, that toughness aspect. But, you know, also coming out here and facing adversity on the field and Shep enforcing it, of course, are, are things that continue to help us. And especially when you go through those things throughout a season like J-Mac and JP and through those injuries and, and through those mental, mental um, um, toughness, you know, uh, adversity moments, you know, it builds that and it continues to build that. And, and what doesn't kill you make you strong. I'm a, I'm a true believer in that. So um, I think that, you know, going through that, like you said, the mental, the physical, it's just going through those reps and, and continuing to persevere and continuing to have that resilience that kind of builds that toughness that you can you can do whatever it takes, you know. And for us, this this year, that's definitely been a reality. You guys have lost a lot and won a lot and gone through injuries and all those kind of things. And how much do you feel like that's kind of fused that group, even more so than maybe a group that just 
one and succeeded and, and had a smooth oh. route all the way through. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, one doesn't come with the, with the other, you know. I feel like to, to be in this moment, we had to go through those moments of, of adversity and to, and to lose and, to, you know, to be considering where, where we're going, if we're going to be a dog or if, you know, we want to play football anymore, you know, all those, you know, different different um, things that people go through when, they, when they're playing this tough game. And, and those are the moments and persevering through those moments are why you get to things like this and why, you know, it's so important to, to put your head down and grind through those times of, of adversity because, you know, this would not happen without a 4-8 and eight season, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything is c- contingent on one another um, when it comes to the, the adversity and the success. So, you know, we, we kept our head down and, and we're here now. Joe McMillan. Um, have you ever, uh, did you guys ever watch Shep's uh, uh, film at all when he was a player? Have you ever seen anything? No, he just be talking about it a lot. <laughs> Whenever we, uh, we'll make a play and let's say we're supposed to get yak or we're supposed to make somebody miss, he'll, he'll comment and be like, oh, I would have did that back in my day. So, I mean, he talks a lot about it. But. I'm wondering coming in, like, this seemed like a, a tough receiver core where you fought through injury, obviously, Rome's done that. Mm. Uh, you guys also don't go out of bounds very often. There's just, like, different qualities. I wonder how do you feel like that's been instilled in your guys' as a group? Um, because whenever we don't do it in practice, Coach Sheppel, you know, he'll make it a point to let us know that we suck <laughs> in the film room, and so we'll fix that during the game or keep on, like, harping on it in practice. So, yeah. How much pride do you guys take in, in like, the blocking, the physical aspects of the yeah. game, where I, I think obviously wide receivers are sometimes seen as like a primo diva position, but yeah. there's the whole other side to it. How much pride do you take? Oh, aspect? huge amounts of pride. Um, we really want to be the toughest receiver unit in the country, and so in order to do that, you have to block. So that's what we do. How much does it, Michael Penix's ability and your ability to have those timely routes help against a pass rush like Texas that oh. gets after you quick? Tremendously. I mean, I mean, we developed that in the off season. We would come out here every other day and just throw. So, I mean, it's huge. And against a pass rush like that, what stands out when you look at Texas? Um, I mean, their D line's cool, but we have the best O line in the country, so I'm not really worried. So. <laughs> and then your offense against them, there's overall. I mean, the run game too, the ability for you guys to be balanced. Yeah. More so in the second half of the season. Right. What does that do for you? Um, I mean, shoot. We just got to do our job and execute at the end of the day. Um, I know Dylan's going to tote the rock, and um, he's going to provide our identity during that game. So we'll just need to catch the ball and score. How much has this time off helped you guys, Just especially you, for you battled injury early um, or the last couple of weeks? So this time off in between such a big game, how much has that helped you? Um, we've been going at it since August. So to be able to get that refresh and just get our legs back together is pretty essential for us. The clip that circulated of Mike freestyling, with you on mm-hmm. the sideline of the, the first Oregon game. Yeah. Um, does he do that a lot? Oh, we do it all the time in the locker room. We'll do it during the game. Yeah, we do it all the time. Is he pretty good? Yeah, he's, he should be a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's raw. <laughs> he's nice. <laughs> Second career. Yeah. How has preparation been uh, different preparing for a uh, playoff game than a regular season game? Uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're preparing the same way we've been preparing all year. And that's just, you know, 10 toes down and, you know, in the film room every day and just catching balls and staying ready at the same time. So, yeah. Do you feel like your mindset going through the injury, is that behind you now from a thought process? Do you feel like you're fully back at this point? Yeah, fully back. Um, I mean, I'm still managing my knee and just, you know, doing the exercises so I don't continue to be sore. But, yeah, I'm 100%. How would you describe, you know, this wide receiver room, you and Rowan have been together since the start, Jeremy was around and wasn't and came back, but like, just the bond in that group, I know it was built with Junior originally, but how would you describe kind of how tight that group is and how that's been built over time? Um, We've been there for each other through through our times, and... um, there, there, there have been certain situations to where, you know, it could be, for an example, death of my grandpa, 
um, you know, they, they all stood by my side and made sure I was okay. I mean, there's been similar situations like that throughout the entire group, and we've all been there for one another, so that just draw, draws us closer. Jalen Paul. And, uh, at a high level and at an elite level and, you know, push each other as well and, and keep preparing, watching film and, and getting the extra work in like we always do. What have teams been able to do when they take one of you away or another of you away? Like you guys have these conversations on the sideline. Um, you really are a three-headed monster with what you guys are able to do and more than that sometimes. So what have teams been effective at and how do you kind of overcome that? You know, I mean, uh, a lot of guys, a lot of teams we play, every team, you know, it's been it's been tough. Uh, you know, it's been a great challenge, but you know, I trust the guys that's that's in that room and, and the guys that's on this team. So, you know, with our communication and you know our, our athletic ability and for us to just go out there and, and lean on our preparation, you know, I kind of think it's it's hard for you know other teams. But you know, it's been it's been a great season. You know, it's it's been it's been tough. You know, uh, having teams just come out and you know, give us their best game and, you know, we've, we've, we understand that we lean on our preparation and know that adversity is always around the corner and, you know, just having those guys just always at a at high elite level and uh, trusting each, each other in our process. What challenges does uh, the Texas defense pose? And those guys are physical, you know, if you watch film, you watch those, those games, they fly around to the ball each and every play. So just knowing that that's what they're going to bring, high intensity, uh, we got to make sure we're prepared. Just with uh, it's there's going to be a lot of Texas people at that game, like there was last year. When uh, the crowd is loud like that, when you guys are on offense, trying to confuse you guys, does that help you guys a little bit with all the shifts and motions? Does it maybe can make it a little di more difficult for the defense to get their signals in? Uh, you know, we're on a a high level offense. So uh, Coach Grubb and Coach Shep and the whole offensive staff prepares us for the moments like that. And, you know, just continuously preparing and, and like I said, leaning on our preparation, you know, going in hostile environments. Like, that's, that's what we feed off of. We love being the underdog and each and every game we go in because, you know, that's how it's been all year long. So, you know, shout out to all the line. You know, them, them guys always showing love. But, yeah, just leaning on our preparation and, and just preparing and just understanding that each and every game we're going to be an underdog, and that just makes it ten times better for us. That last drive against Oregon, I was in the end zone, and that pass, it looked like the fingernails of the defender missed the ball. That's how close it was. Did you go back and look at that and realize how perfect that was? Yeah, and, you know, uh, shout out to the front. You know, them guys uh, work their tail off each and every day. Um, and, you know, Mike throwing an amazing pass and, you know, us, us just being prepared for that moment and going to make the plays. Jalen, how do people in Lufkin perceive the University of Texas? They see it as the uh, greatest school in Texas. You know, unfortunately, uh, uh, I wasn't able to get offered by them my freshman uh, whenever I was in high school. But uh, shout out to my, my best friend, Bug. He's over there. So I'm excited to go out here with our team and go out and, and compete with them again. Did it bother you that they didn't recruit you? No, nah, it didn't bother me at all. You know, I'm here. Uh, you know, God, God put me in the right place at, at the right time. So, you know, I can't, I can't complain at all. When Texas Tech played the Longhorns, was that something that was circled on your schedule? Just knowing that, you know, people do perceive them to be the banner institution of Texas and you want to, you know, show them what, what they missed out on? Yeah, I feel like any game, if you're in Texas playing, uh, it's always an exciting game whenever you play, you know, UT. Uh, you know, they always bring their, bring their fans and, you know, they're going to play hard. So uh, it's always fun playing against guys that's going to compete. As I think 
there were there were a few reports saying that it was going to be like a five thousand dollar round trip for Husky fans to make the trip out there. You know how UT fans travel. Do you worry that it's going to feel like a home game for them and and maybe not so much for you guys? I mean, we prepare for whatever. You know, if if we have no fans, uh, I, I trust my team. I trust my guys that you know we're going to go out there and get the job done and, and handle business the way we're supposed to, and we're going to go out there and compete and fight. Can you give us any insight just about the process you're going to go through on deciding whether to come back or enter the draft? You know, what's your process going to be like for that? Uh, my process is simple. You know, be where I'm at right now, uh, continue to come and work each and every day for my brothers, and, and get the job done. Is everybody asking you about that? Uh, yeah. I mean, everybody's asking me. Of course, uh, would have been end of the season, but you know, my main focus is my brothers and these guys on this team. JP, I'm curious, you, know, you had a couple tough games at the end of the year and then you were able to turn around <laughs> against Oregon. How were you able to kind of mentally reset after having a tough game or two tough games? What was that process like for you? Uh, you know, it's easy, uh, especially when you got the guys that's in that room and, you know, the, the, the people that support, support you around you. So, you know, just understanding that adversity is always right around the corner and you never know when it's going to come. But, you know, always being ready and prepared. I heard those same words from J-Mac, adversity is right around the corner. Is that a Shep thing? Is that something you guys hear a lot? Where does that come from? I think it's just the culture here. You know, the culture that these coaches have set uh, within the program and, you know, understanding that, you know, we're, we have a great team and, you know, we've been having a great run and you, we always understand that, you know, it's perfect, but it's not going to per be perfect at all, all, all times. So, you know, just being ready for those moments when it's not perfect. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On May 23rd. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves, demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie <laughs> dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop, make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil, the final season. Streaming May 23rd, only on Paramount Plus. Devin Colt. He's very accurate with, I mean, the common term these days, like in our football world, you know, got those dots. I mean, he puts it right on the money every time, right where you need it. Um, you see it all the time with, you know, deep crossers where I'll get it right over, this, right over the linebacker's head, but right in front of the safety, right into somebody's hands perfectly. We've seen it in practice a thousand times. We've seen it in the games, repped out. So, yeah, he's, he's amazing at what he does. Do you remember your, your first impressions of him? I mean, when you first started throwing with him and stuff after he transferred here? Yeah, I just remember uh, this guy is locked in. This guy's dialed. I, I could tell that he, he had an intention behind everything he was doing. Every throw he was making was uh, calculated. So, and he stayed that way the entire time he's been here. From uh, the Alamo Bowl last year, do you remember Tavondre Sweat? Oh, uh, yeah, a little bit here and there. Yeah, but you guys seem to have handled him last year with a double team. That's what the coaches said because, you know, you ran for uh, – Papa ran for more than 100. And, yeah. And you guys seem to run on him decently last year with you now this guy who's considered the best defensive tackle. Yeah, no, uh, uh, Tavondra says an amazing player, an outland winner. Uh, he's an incredible defensive lineman, lineman in general, uh, football player. 
Uh, and so we got a lot of respect for what he can do uh, inside the middle. Uh, obviously a big dis disruptive guy, but uh, we're going to try and uh, game plan as best we can uh, to, to be ready for the game. So, um, yeah, that's all I can really say on that. Yeah. Jack Westover, your last media appearance inside Husky Stadium. <laughs> it's foggy. What? I mean, it's the last time you have to deal with us. <laughs> um, yep. Um, yeah, no, this, you know, I wouldn't want it any other way. A little good Seattle fog from the last time. <laughs> we were talking on the recruiting podcast yesterday and uh, Decker DeGraff. I don't know if you got a chance to meet him, but uh, they said, he looks like Jack Westover. Is that a compliment that there are people being compared to you now? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I hope it's a compliment. I know I've met Decker though. Um, uh, you know, he's a great kid, and uh, I've looked. I watch. I remember watching his tape with uh, Coach Sheridan um, years a year ago, and uh, yeah, no, I remember him for sure. That, that's funny though. <laughs> you guys seem really locked in. Everybody I talk to just yeah, they don't want to talk about nothing but. Texas. I mean, how's, yeah. how's it different now compared to earlier this year? Um, I think uh, you know the whole season is just a it's a it's a whole amount of stress and grind, and uh, you just kind of you're just battling. Every week's different. You you know you battle injuries, you battle whatever it might be, and so you know I think getting that time away from the um, from football a little bit and getting our bodies back, also get our minds right. Um, it just kind of the time away kind of gets you even more focused and hungrier that you want it to come sooner. How hard is it to stay locked in and focus? I mean, it's holiday season. You're 13 and 0. The media attention's yeah. gone up. I'm sure you're getting calls for tickets and everything. But uh, how hard is it to? Um, you know, it's it's difficult. Um, but I think uh, you know, I think different. You know, we we started this last year, but it was our it was our practice schedule leading up to the bowl. And you know, years past with other staffs, we would show up to the bowl site. Um, after spending time with our families and stuff and that that was kind of you entered that week of practice a little rusty and such and so i kind of like this you get time off on the front end and then you kind of get you know eight eight or so practices going into the bowl game um which you know that helps a lot with the focus part of it and um yeah you know just when i go back and watch some of the games especially you know towards the end of the year the offensive line just looked so much better at the end of the year and a lot of the time at the end of the year yeah. the lines are just worn down yeah, totally. am i i asked roger about this am i wrong did you see it getting better yeah no i'm i think that's that's yeah it's 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 crazy to think that but like the the amount of steps they took as a group and you know the tight ends the running backs as well um it just continued to grow us throughout the season and um you know we went through some tough times early in the season and you know we put a lot of you know not very great things on tape as a group and uh, I think uh, we were able to learn from that and build off of that and um, get better from that so yeah I think it was you know it's really impressive what they've done as a group. You're a local guy you know what that Oregon game means to Husky fans yeah. you beat them three times in a row how, I mean is do people mention that to you and how big was that just for not only the program but for the guys that are local? Yeah I mean it's it's huge um, just because you know you know, I'm a I'm a Husky fan too. So you know, it's like, you know, in the it's great. It's huge for the future of um, Husky football. What we did this year, but you know, again, I think uh, even a, a greater punch to Oregon football and everybody in the country would be to go win these next two games. You know, like, when you look back at that game down in Las Vegas, I just thought it was just an insane atmosphere, and there were so right. many great plays. What's you know maybe one or two things that stand out from that game that you just really really remember? Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, 
there wasn't one play, but I think it was just there were plays in that game where you just go like, we're dominating, we're dominating on the line of scrimmage right now, and uh, you know you 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 tend to notice that the day after the game when you watch the film, but during the game you're just like. We're we're dominating these guys, and that's a that's a feeling that you only get so many times, and that was awesome. Um, and can't wait to build off of that. Who's the bully on the offensive line, by the way? <laughs> uh, there's a, there's five of them, but um, I think uh, you know Nate can be a little chippy here and there. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, and Troy looks to get great pleasure yeah. on just yeah, I know the echo yeah. of the echo of the totally. whistle. Exactly, you know, it's, you got five guys that you can you can find a finish. You know, you can find finishes all over their tape all this year. It's pretty cool to see five guys doing that, just not just one or two. And I know the tight end room is close, and you and Devin get most of the attention. But talk to me a little bit about Quentin Moore, yeah, getting that touchdown. That was awesome. You know, he's had quite a, quite a quite a story in his life, and uh, you know, for him to just keep working through it, and you know, to play, you know. You know, I think anywhere in the, else in the country, he would be a, you know, he'd be a, a starter. You know, he'd be a, a one or two guy, and uh, and especially any anywhere in the Pac-12. And uh, so I think, uh, you know, him waiting his turn, and you know, just keep on battling no matter what. If you're not getting the catches, and to see him actually do that in the game and score one of the biggest touchdowns in, you know, program history, it's pretty awesome. Do you remember what your thought was when you heard the play? I'm, I I told Q. I said. Q, take a deep breath, catch the ball. I can't, and I said, I can't wait to celebrate with you in the end zone. All right. That's what I said. How many tickets do you have for the game? Uh, working on getting ten right now. So. How hard is it, dude? It, How, you get it's four, a, right? Well, it's the local guys you can get them from because it, it's so expensive to fly out of here. But like, you get all the California kids, and it's cheaper to fly from California to New Orleans. So it's like they got everybody going. <laughs> it's a chess match in there trying to get tickets. You're like, yeah. And, and how many do you have so far? I got nine. I need one more. Try to wheel and deal. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what wheeling and dealing for tickets is like. I, I can only go so far with that statement, but uh, yeah, but it's a it's a grind for sure. Parker Barrelsford. Trophy that's bigger than all of them together. That's literally 800 pound trophy. Nice. All right. Well, congratulations about that. Yeah. So, what, tell us about what that feels like to get get word of that after this. Uh, I mean, it feels great. That's something we worked on towards the beginning of the season. Something we have up on our racks as motivation. You know, just yeah, motivate us and yeah. And you've gone from last year being on scout team to this year being a starter for every game, going into the national semifinals. I mean, what the past year for you? What, what does it feel like? A little bit of a whirlwind. Uh, definitely, I say so. Uh, I feel like I feel like I've always had potential. I think I just needed to take the few extra steps to, you know, make myself get there and actually take a spot. Where, where were you at the Alamo Bowl last year? Were you in uniform? I know because you didn't play all year, and some guys were just in street clothes. Mm. What were you doing? I did dress. I didn't play at all, but I did dress. I was there. Dress for all the games? Uh, all the home games. Oh, okay. And going into this game, too, I mean, you're going to be facing a couple of really tough defensive tackles in uh, Sweat and Murphy. I mean, what are you doing to get ready for guys that weigh, like, 360 pounds and do as much as they do? I mean, how do you, how do you get ready for that? Uh, just the same stuff I've been doing all season, you know, getting prepared, finding, like, little things that can help me in any way. Uh, honestly, talking to other centers that have 
other smaller centers that have dealt with bigger guys and to see what they do and yeah, just implement that in my game. What, what do you see in Tavondre's sweat? You guys seem to neutralize him last year with Luciano and Kirkland. That's at least what uh, the coaches said. Mm. Here you got the Outland Trophy winner across from you on the, on the front line. What do you think? What do you see? Uh, I mean, I think he's a great player. I think he's big. Uh, moves pretty well side to side. But I think uh, I think tempo is something that could help us. And earlier this year, you started a couple games at guard and then switched over to center. I mean, does it feel like that comfort zone for you? Is that the, I guess, what has that been like switching to center and just having the um, having the room and being able to do that so much? Um, honestly, I think it wasn't that big of a change. I think uh, Huff always had me playing rotating at center anyway, just in case anything did happen. But, um, yeah, not, not much of a change. Just now I'm making more calls and getting everybody on the same page. And you're listed right now at 275. Are you still around there, or what, what are you listed at right now? Uh, yeah, still around there. Yeah. Do you get any motivation, I guess, from kind of the, the – there's a narrative about maybe being a little bit undersized as a lineman. Is that something that you pay attention to and anything that motivates you? Uh, it definitely motivates me, but I don't, I don't pay too much attention to it. I just – I mean, people say what they want to say. If that's what you think, then okay. And yeah, like we mentioning the the two defensive linemen you're going to be facing. I mean, with the the game plan you guys have in mind, um, and you guys have protected uh, Michael really well all this year. I mean, what what are you feeling? I guess going into this about the, the chances you have and kind of the uh, the team you're going to be facing. Uh, I think again, I think they're really good players. The whole team, you know, great guys, good size. But I think all we got to do is what we've been doing, and uh, there's nothing different. Has it kind of hit you guys yet that you're legitimately two wins away from winning a national championship? Uh, definitely. Uh, a little bit of time off, you know, definitely feels good, but focus is still laser. Yeah. And then how much does it mean to you guys as a unit to know, to win an award like that? as Something that's not just indiv- individualistic, but mm-hmm. as a collection of all the guys that have kind of rotated in this year and just all the movement that you guys have done, like, throughout the year? I mean, honestly, that's the, it's the biggest one, like – as a group, because we're so tight, we're so close. I like Raj, that's my brother. Nate, my brother, all of them, my brothers, even the younger guys. Um, so I mean, it's it's a big thing for us, especially because, like I said earlier, uh, we had that, a picture of a Joe Moore up on our racks, waiver racks. So we knew what we were working for. Roger Rosengarten. What do you take from that game last year, specifically for your position? I mean, just play physical, play hard, physical, and. Uh dominate that's all we want to do and uh uphold the standard as of the o-line i mean if we play good we know what we can do and uh i mean we just got to keep uh, building off what we had yeah how many tickets you need for this game by the way uh it's like 10 plus <laughs> 10 plus so i mean i got a good good crew going down so airfare is all booked and whatnot so there you, Did go. you ever uh, go, go get him man appreciate thanks, it yeah. thanks off javandre uh sweat last year uh yeah i went up against him a couple times on some backside of uh inside zone fits but i mean I, he's a great player i mean um, all credit to him. He deserves the Outland. Him and uh, Murphy, you could give it to one of those two. Um, those guys are great players, and they're well-deserving of all the um, hype they've gotten. Um, but, yeah, we just got to have a good game plan just installed and um, just move forward with that. You neutralized him last year, and the coaches said you did it with a double team from, like, Kirkland and Luciano. Yeah. And uh, he just wasn't a factor because you guys ran kind of when you wanted to. Yeah. With, with Papa and getting 100 yards. And, yeah. So um, kind of surprised looking back at it with all the hype he's got now that he, he wasn't really a factor last year. I'm sure he'll be thinking about that this year. Yeah, I mean, I, people say he wasn't a factor, but all game he was a factor for us. It, it was just a matter of how can we um, just play the best ball we can up front and uh, open up great lanes, and Wayne ran the ball extremely hard. 
and uh, we obviously had that seniority in the in the interior part of our line, and they uh, they did a great job with uh, Sweat Murphy and uh, 99 from last year. But so uh, looking to build off of that. So, is, is it me or it just it seems like as the season has got along, the offensive line has just gotten stronger and playing better? And a lot of the time, you guys are worn down by that time. Especially you're not getting as many breaks as you did a year ago. But yeah. you guys think you're performing at a higher level the last end of the season than you were at yeah, the beginning of absolutely. the year. Absolutely, it's it's definitely just not you. Uh, I mean, I, as a collective group. I mean, we've uh, just bonded so close together, and um, anything that we needed to fix, whether it's last week, next week, we uh, went into the O-line room and had to fix that, um, whether it was on paper or um, if it was just finishing blocks. Um, we've just built um, this uh, mentality and physicality all throughout this season, and we've got to keep on uh, building off that. The Oregon game, I mean, you're on the field at the end of the game, yep. and you know how yeah. big that game is to the fans. Can yeah. you talk a little bit about just what it was like on the field, being the bullies out on the field and making, you know, having that run for Dylan and just some of the maybe talk that was going on? Yeah, I mean, I, I've said it before, like that second to last drive, it was, it was a long drive, and all of us were given everything we got, all, us five, whether it was Troy or Juice Nate, Parker, it didn't matter. All of us were given all we had. And if it was either pulling, pass pro, name it, inside, outside zone, it didn't matter what we were doing. We just wanted to block hard and uh, play hard. That's that's what, that's what our main goal is. We want to finish people and uh, make sure we play nasty. And after that after that drive, we all were just sitting on the bench. Man, it was it was just a super emotional moment uh, moment for all of us. I mean, all this all this hard work is just um, continuing to show, and we're not done yet. So. And Dylan's last run. Tell me, you know, just what you remember about that, what yeah. you saw. I remember we had to go back out. Um, we had to go back out. The Oregon did a great job scoring quick after we scored a the touchdown on the queue. So we come back out, and it was two first downs, wins us this game. So we went um, first, second, third down on the first drive, hit the quick out route to J-Mac for the first down. So that's half the half the battles there. And then um, had the penalty. And then sure as heck, we're in, what, third and nine. And uh, we had a good play call on. We executed, and uh, DJ made a great cut. Made it smart play by him. Get the first down, move down, and game was over. So I mean, that was a surreal moment. After I knew we fell down, I was like, man, we really did it. So. How hard is it to get back into that mentality? Get back to the huddle and know you just got to kneel down and the game's <sighs> over. I mean, it's it's hard to just not like outburst, but I mean, I I, I want to show respect to the opponents. I mean, Oregon had a great D line and um, interior front seven, so um, well, we had to give them the credit, and then uh, celebrations afterwards. So, and just your process of the next, you know, month or so, just deciding whether to go into the draft yep. or to come back. What's that process going to look like for you? Yeah, right now it's just getting all the information. I got a good uh, team wrapped around me, whether it's my parents or um, just other sources within um, that decision process. But I mean, I, I, I got a good, I got a good team with me, and I'm all, all I'm worried about right now is uh, beating Texas. So. Uh, got a lot of good information, but um, yeah, I'm just focused on Texas at the moment. So, you mentioned Parker a little bit earlier too. I mean, with the line that you guys have and a first-year guy like that at center, yeah. what what has given you confidence in him, and I guess specifically in him being able to stop the uh, defensive lineman from Texas? Oh, I mean, as soon as Parker got here, I knew he was going to be a special player. All, all it took is a little um, maturity on the field and playing against these um, high-level guys. I mean, the people forget that. I, I think Tuli. Uh, uh, Tuli is one of the best D linemen in this conference. He may not get the, all the social media hype for it, but um, him and Tui do a great job. Um, ever since spring ball, fall camp, they're giving us great looks, and it really helped out PB um, and giving him the right looks that he needed to be to be the lineman he is today. So, right, Rod, you probably 
talked about this, but Joe Moore Award. Yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, a big deal. I don't think it's ever happened here. What, what, what does that mean to you? Yeah, I mean, I was, we were talking about it yesterday. I mean, like, we knew the, the winners were going to be announced sometime this week. Um, it, it means a lot. It does. After all this O-line's been through, all the injuries and um, sacrifices we've had made, it, it's, uh, it's, it means a lot. It really does. Uh, <laughs> I was looking back all the history. I was like, man, it's, it started in 2015, and I was just trying to break the whole thing down on why we could win it. Coach found out a week ago that we won. <laughs> of course, he was the one to just keep it all quiet, all the coaches' staff. So, I mean, we come out today, and um, we're doing our practice in the Dempsey, and then we see uh, – a big figure blocked off within three pads, and we are like, hmm, could have a chance. So then sure as heck after practice, they unveiled it to us, so it feels so good. How, how did you find out? Did, did DeBoer tell yeah, you? Yeah, we what, just had the, the post-practice meeting with DeBoer, and then he's like, we need to run down to the goal line real quick and uh, um, introduce you to someone. And then obviously they rolled out the big thing. It was unveiled with a big purple velvet um, carpet looking thing and I was like man that's really it so I mean it felt so good as soon as they pulled that tarp down and had the whole team back back around us so Mish Powell for this game oh 100% yeah uh, I think the I think they have us losing by five I think 70% of the country has us losing but hmm. it's yeah. okay that's I, I like it better that way do, do you seek that stuff out to find out what people are saying about you uh no it just always gets back yeah. I don't look for it. It somehow finds me, though. So, yeah. yeah. Tell me about this Texas offense, and let's start with the quarterback, Quinn Ewers. You saw him in the bowl game a year ago. Right. You're wearing a different number back then, but you saw him in the bowl game. Tell me about uh, Quinn and kind of what problems he presents. Uh, one, I will say he's improved so much. He was already a good quarterback, but, he, you know, he's getting to that elite category. He can throw the ball. Not that much of a scrambler, but he has a great deep ball. He can launch it from however far you want it to. Um, especially on the outside, they got three to four good receivers that have a really strong tight end who's really good. Yep. Um, they're really balanced, too, so they run the ball well as well so you know we just got to watch out for tempo they run a little few trick plays here and there got to have discipline eyes you know just win our matchups yeah you mentioned the receivers talk about worthy he's their big gun at wide yeah. receiver what does this kid bring to the table yeah speed he can go yeah. um, he can go um he's good he's a guy also that from last year he's improved so much and yeah he's good at selling the fade and being able to snap back down his routes he's in, he's efficient all in and out of his cuts so yeah. just have a good technique and be disciplined how many how many ex-huskies players have you guys heard from in the weeks leading up to this game um, I've heard from a few. I just have, you know, teammates that I was with. Um, I talked to them about it. Uh, mm-hmm. They tell me, like, yeah, bro, this is, like, so cool watching. Yeah. And, like, from that 16 team? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, like, it's so cool watching you guys. And, like, like, just take the whole thing. So, no, they're proud of us. Yeah. Who'd you talk to from that team? Uh, Kevin King. I yep. talked to him. He was quick DM. Um, Ezekiel Turner. Got two it. people just quick DMs. They're just like, hey, like, good luck. Da, da, da. Yeah. You got this. Yeah. Like, There's a confidence right now mm-hmm. in this football team. Where does that come from? I would say the work that we put in. Mm-hmm. I would say ever since January, coming back after the Alamo Bowl, um, getting all the guys come back, Mike, Rome, um, J-Mac, um, whole defense getting transitioned like Jabbar, just ever, getting everybody on the same page and kind of having that mindset that, you know, last year it, it was good, but that's not the standard that we won. You know, we didn't right. expect to lose any games last year, so we made sure that we're going to finish that out this year. Well, Misha, you got family members all over the PNW. How many <laughs> yes. of them are making the trip down there? Uh, about six. Okay. Six of them, and now I have, I have two that live in Texas. Gotcha. So they're going to, I think, stay in Texas for a little 
little bit and then drive up to New Orleans. There's a lot of guys that are still looking for extra tickets for the game on, on New uh, Year's Day. How do you guys handle all that? Uh, I don't even know. I I just asked around. I just I just thought of him as soon as we won the Pac-12 championship. My mom was like, "You need to ask tickets, ask him <laughs> tickets." So I was on there. But when we got back from the banquet, I was asking for extra tickets. So yeah, I'm I'm settled. I'm good yeah. to go. What do you think that that morning, that locker room, half hour, hour before this game is going to be like as you guys get locked in for Texas? <laughs> Calm for the storm. Quiet. Everybody locked in. Uh, you probably hear a feather drop on the floor. That's how quiet it would be. That's how everyone's so locked in, but ready to go, ready to make good plays. I love it. Go get it, man. Appreciate right. this. Thank problem. you so much. Right. Yep. Mish, has it kind of hit you yet that you're two games away from winning a national championship? Has that thought kind of like entered your mind at all? Uh, it for sure has, but you know, I make sure I try to stay away from, you know, getting too much in the hype and just focus on like today. I was thinking about it, but I was like, hey, you know, I got to have a great practice if yeah. I want to achieve that goal. Yeah. And then what about Texas is like, what do you see as threatening about Texas? Like, what do you guys need to do to be able to win this game? Um, I would just say we got to just play our game. You know, we can't get caught up in their scheme. Uh, we can't get caught up trying to um, do things out of the ordinary. We have to do, like, what we've been doing all year long, um, get turnovers, of course, um, stop the run. That's a big thing because they love running the ball, and eliminate the big play. Yes, Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game full speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor, Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.